Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All kicking off Halloween week here on Hardline. Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy with you. Two hours to go. Two fun hours, right? If you uh, have anything to say on what the president just announced, that will be our 11 o'clock topic. So keep that with you. Keep that with you. We'll open up the phone lines for that at 11 o'clock. Some big news coming out of Washington, D.C. and interesting reactions from people on Twitter. But that'll be what we talk about in an hour. Brenda. Good morning. It's been a week off. Good morning. I know. It feels like it's been weeks, but it's only been two. And uh, big, big terrorist takedown this morning. As you said, we'll get into that in detail at 11. Uh, So, so many interesting things to talk about on the Hardline Show. The buffet of topics is always uh, tasty and full of good tidbits. So feel free to call us, 803-0930, or give us a, a, a shout or a comment on the text board. Uh, 30930, of course, is the way to reach us that way. And what an interesting, you know, Halloween is one of uh, the most interesting holidays, in my opinion, right? Everyone dresses up. So we have these costumes that people wear. Why do they wear them? So they can go get candy or get cheap drinks at bars was the uh, <laughs> was what they were doing last night at certain Halloween themed bar crawls. Very interesting holiday. Were you trick-or-treating? I was, I was not. I, uh... I watched a lot of college football yesterday. Oh, wow, there's Virginia, a shock. Virginia Tech had a bye week. And let me tell you, probably the best bye week I can remember in history. They don't play, and now they control their own destiny Isn't that for nice? the division. Isn't that great when you don't have to do anything and be in that position? That's right. Especially coming off the wild game last week. Six overtime game. If you were, if you were wondering, where was Hardline last week? Well, Brenda was recovering from surgery, and I don't think anyone would have wanted to hear my lack of a voice and half asleep on Sunday. Yeah, so it would have been a tough, uh, tough show. I would be one-handed, and you'd have no voice. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, hand surgery on October sixteenth, and uh, I'm still recovering. Uh, not fun, but uh, hopefully the end result will be worth all the pain and uh, aggravation. And before we get to our guests, which we will do after a quick break, early voting started yesterday yes. all around New York State. Uh, I think it's kind of uh, well. I did a show on it, so if you listen to the station, you know where I stand. Uh, But Brenda, have you heard anyone talk about it? Have you heard a buzz about early voting? You know, I've seen uh, a lot of uh, news coverage about it, Joe, but I have not heard anybody uh, personally that I know say that they've taken advantage of the early uh, voting opportunity. I would uh, be very interested in knowing how many people went, uh, if you want to send us a text about that or give us a call. And what was it like at the polling places? Was it busy? Were you the only one in line? I saw some news coverage last night and they interviewed some folks and it looked like there were a handful of people at the point that the cameras were there so i'd like to know if you're taking advantage of it and what you think of it too i think it's a good idea joe why put pressure on one day uh if you can do it leading up to election day i'd rather have more people voting than not and take away any excuse here's the thing as i mentioned uh last week filling in for sandy beach i um 
I, I understand that. But here's the thing. You get 15 hours and you have a year to plan where in that 15 hours you're going to go. Now, if you can't make it in that 15 hours, we have absentee ballots. Early voting just opens it up. Now, again, everyone has the right to vote, right? We, we all, if you're 18 or older Absolutely. and an American citizen, you have that right to vote. But do we have to make it more attractive to people who are just going to vote right down a party line or people who don't know anything about the candidates? I think you should have some kind of passion when you go and, and uh, cast your vote. If you're, going, if you're making your day around voting on Election Day, if you make plans, Brenda, 2016, I went and voted at 610 for uh, the president in 2016. I was passionate. That's not something you're going to have, you know, if you go early voting, I understand some of you might have to go. You, you don't you um, like the easy of it or you have a few days to plan it. But if you are making plans to go vote on Election Day and you've got your day scheduled out, that means, you know, the candidates, you have a passion. And again, but you know what, Joe, things happen and you can't always plan, obviously, for the unexpected. So well, the uh, opportunity it's not late vote. voting. Right. But still, I mean, if you're saying, well, you're planning, you've got a whole year, you know, when Election Day is right. But yeah. sometimes things happen and you can't make it. So if you want to be sure to get your vote in, why not vote early? I just think it opens up for people who aren't really that interested in voting and had their friends say, hey, when you get a minute one day this next two weeks, go cast a vote for someone. Well, they and could have again, any day. And again, Jeremy Zellner wouldn't be so happy about it if it wasn't something that's going to, hap- that's going to help a certain party. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, that, that may be true, Joe. But, hey, I've been told, by the way, that uh, Grand Island had 15,500 voters uh, so far for early voting. and total voters. total voters. Total voters. And yesterday, 170 showed up. So, interesting. 15,500 potential voters, 170 showed up, not 180. So, interesting. Interesting uh, statistics. So, we'd like to know what you have to say about that I didn't know that well. many people were on Grand Island. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever get over there and i you know i'll tell you what if i don't stay on that main boulevard in grand island i'm done i mean i could you i'd be lost over there for days i can never find my way around the island the thank last, goodness for gps the last time i was on grand island was when i was heading to the casino so you're just passing through just passing through yep. hey when we get back we are going to take an early break here when we get back we will get into our topic we will introduce our guests very happy to have them here it's hardline it's sunday On your way to the stadium, hey, here's what you need to know. The Bills are playing the Eagles. All right, there's your pregame. Listen to us, (laughs) and then uh, listen to us while you tailgate here. It's Joe Joe, Beamer. We're the perfect pregame show. We are. We are. I mean, by now, you should know the game notes, right? It's a political football we talk about every week. Oh, let me tell you, it's uh, it's changing by the minute. Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy, back with you here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back. Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Happy to be with you here on a Sunday, a game day Sunday. Bill's home. It's going to be a little messy at the stadium. Hopefully that works in their favor. Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy with you. And Brenda is in studio with our guest. I am indeed. There's a cast of thousands in here, Joe. I don't feel lonely anymore. It is nice to have <laughs> guests here on Hardline. We try yes, every week, by the way to have guests on Hardline. We like to share the airwaves with everyone. Absolutely. And uh, if you have some interesting political news, contact either Joe or myself 
here at Entercom, 843-0600. We'd love to talk to you about whatever's happening in your community. Well, we were made aware of a Divide New York State Caucus, uh, which is happening Tuesday, this Tuesday, the 29th at 7 o'clock. And two gentlemen in studio are here to give us the 411 and all this information. One name you might remember or recall just by virtue of his very distinctive uh, accent, Kevin from Pendleton. Kevin L. Young, welcome. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning, Joe. And good morning, Western New York. I hope everyone's doing A-OK. Pleasure to have you here, uh, Kevin. And also with you is Dean Maracas. Dean is part of the uh, Divide New York State Caucus as well. And Dean is also the Grand Island Republican Committee Chair. Good morning, Dean. Welcome. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning, Jim. This is my first time on uh, radio ever, so uh, you guys will have to put up with me. Oh, we're looking forward to uh, delving into this a little bit with both of you gentlemen. And if you have any questions for Kevin or Dean about this very interesting Divide New York State Caucus uh, initiative, give us a call, 803-0930. Uh, Kevin, well, let's start with you. What's the purpose of this uh, event Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock? Well, actually, um, this is one of uh, numerous fall meetings that has taken place throughout the state. And we might be the last of it, or I may be wrong, maybe one or two after, and um, uh, for, uh, fall meetings pertaining to the Divide New York State Caucus. We have actually 55 chapters in 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 of the 62 state 62 um counties sorry that make up uh new york state so this is something rather significant 55 of 62 which sends a great message that folks have realized that running to the polls every two four years will not do it unless we get rid of that political cancer it's been described to me called new york city within the structure of the process. So, Dean, uh, the bottom line is the fact that you feel like there's way too much pressure put upon the rest of the state by New York City, correct? Absolutely, Um, especially with our one-party rule right now. I was talking to Dave DiPietro uh, about a month ago, and he said that right now the Democrats have uh, a bunch of bills that are going to get pushed right through the Assembly and the Senate, and Cuomo will sign them, of course, and a bunch of them are illegal. Uh, contrary to the New York State Constitution. And when the assemblymen and the senators point that out, the Democrats just laugh at them and say 1-5. And I said, Dave, what's 1-5? A million dollars in five years in court. And that just shows me that the system is broken down. There's no question that uh, there's concern about that. And it's been an ongoing issue for a long time. But Kevin, do you think it's feasible in today's day and age for something like this to actually come to fruition? Well, as a matter of fact, um, and, and I respect very much um, what you, uh, his sentiments earlier on, um, that, you know, you don't believe that this could happen. And a number of individuals have said this. And, and I want to just say that, you know, we didn't win World War II uh, in just one theater of operations together with our allies. We did it on two fronts. So the two fronts we're talking about, some individuals will say, you are relying on our elected employees, elected officials, the same ones who got us into this mess to fix it. Well, that's partially true because to help w- get this divorce from New York City, um, we do have some elected officials who are supporting this against the um, the support of their party leadership in both the GOP and DNC. And so, um, yes, it, um, 
David DiPietro, uh, Assemblyman, um, former mayor of East Aurora and Senator Robert, he pushed it up to the Senate. There's two bills right now in there. Yes, it may die in, in, in conference, as they call it, or even if it makes it to the floor, sure, we know that it may get voted down. But there are other options. And I, no pun intended, but I don't want to expose what the Trumps are I have up my sleeve in relation to this. Yeah, now, like I said, I, I uh, sadly don't think it will happen. However, mm-hmm. I love the plan. Believe mm-hmm. me, the idea that my vote might count on a national sky I've never had that. as a, I've been a New York voter my entire life. Right. My presidential vote has never, uh, mm-hmm. has never mattered. That's uh, right. We know who's going to win New York State. The electoral votes, it, it, it's a waste. Thank you so much for bringing that up, Joe. As a matter of fact, because of the dumbing down of our education system, because so many individuals... Just think that by voting for the president, whether it's Democrat or Republican or whomever, right, that that is going to change anything. Folks, the people who impact your lives more directly, you know who that is? Your county elected officials, then your state folks. And as a matter of fact, did you know, and this has been such a learning opportunity for me getting involved with a caucus. Did you know that initially, each county was just represented by just one senator for the state. Erie County, you have a what, three, four? And in some other states, maybe just as much or more. And don't tell me about the size, especially with all the depleting populations. So therefore, folks, something is wrong. And therefore, this is one of several options and opportunities to change the status quo. Do you, do you view this as a bipartisan initiative? How so, Dean? Absolutely, it's a bipartisan. Uh, The first half of my adult life, I traveled all over the country. And I was born and raised on the East Coast. And the people in Western New York are not East Coast people, you know, pure and simple. Um, I own property in the Southern Tier. I own property in a town that's 100% Democrats. And they are just as conservative as, or or even more so than the Republicans up here in Erie County. we in Western New York are no different than the people from Cleveland or Pittsburgh or, um, you know, St. Louis or, or more any. of a Midwest vibe. Right, exactly, exactly. And um, you know, think about it. We are further away from New York City than we are Washington D.C. Dean Maracas is in studio with us today, and Kevin Along also with us, talking about uh, this Tuesday's Ground Zero Region event, the Divide New York State Caucus. And uh, where is it being held, uh, Kevin, and and how can people get involved? Oh, absolutely. So this is at the Weber VFW 898 at 2909 South Park Avenue in Lackawanna, 7 p.m. And um, you can get information. Um, The initial website was www.newamsterdamnewyork.org. But if you just type in DivideNY.org, DivideNYS.org, it will come up. You will find your respective county leaders and other individuals and you can see how you can get involved and i can and, and thank you for bringing up the point about a bipartisan approach towards this because um we we will have at that event this is not a love fest for republicans or democrats we'd also have um farmers 
business owners, public servants, and other nonpartisan representatives. All right. When we come back, we will go more into this plan. If you have any questions about the plan, I'm on the website right now. By the way, guys, a very visually appealing website. I love it. So go visit during the break, DivideNY.org. Visit that. Read up. If you have any questions, 803-0930. Brenda and I will continue our questions here on Hardline. Remember, coming up at 11, we will break down what the president announced. We will replay uh, his initial statements. We won't go into the other 45 minutes of questions he took. And we will take your calls on that starting at 11. But Divide NY. More when we come back. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. Got to get a little Def Leppard in there. <laughs> What's a Sunday without Def Leppard? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It is Hardline here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer, Brenda Alacy with you talking divide in why. Starting to get some real traction around the state. And we have the two guys in here that'll be holding the Divide NY caucus. In fact, Kevin from Pendleton is here, and uh, Kevin Elyong is your. Actual name, Kevin, right? Yes, uh, you're it not, is. Right. From Actually, Pendleton is not your last name. We should make that clear. Maybe I should paint it. it. I, I think so. <laughs> and Kevin, people must ask you all the time about your accent, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I would invite people on the text board to let us know where you think Kevin was born, because you certainly have a lovely accent, very lilting, melodious kind of accent. Um, and I guessed wrong. I didn't think it was where you're from. So if folks have any idea where Kevin is from, 30930, and he agreed, he would love people to guess the source of his accent. Also with us is Dean Maracus. And uh, gentlemen, we're talking about Divide New York, the caucus. And we're talking about partitioning the state into the new Amsterdam yeah, excuse me, New Amsterdam region. And we're not talking about the vodka here. New Amsterdam region <laughs> is what you're calling what this new region could potentially be. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And by the way, that's just, uh, it's a name that can always change. And we initially said two regions, and now we're seeing three in some of our promotion literature and the website. And that can always change. This is, this is a masterpiece evolving. So certainly a fluid situation, Kevin. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. And and there's even a bumper sticker, Dean, that's been put out called uh, Two Autonomous Regions, although that too is changing. Uh, But NewAmsterdamNewYork.org. Do you have these bumper stickers out and about already? Um, Kevin's got them. I actually haven't seen them yet. So. Oh, well, he brought. Well, and, he was very and, kind to bring and, one in. And to be clear, it's three autonomous regions. Right. There would be um, New York City, all of western New York, which would be the New outside Amsterdam. of New York City, which would be the New Amsterdam, and then Long Island and Manitoc, which would be the Manitoc region. Gotcha. So on Tuesday the 29th, this Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock, at the Weber VFW Post at 2909 South Park Avenue in Lackawanna, 
Uh, you're invited to the Ground Zero Region event, mm-hmm. and some speakers will be there, pretty well-known folks. Uh, Rob Ort, the New York State Senator, of course. Dave DiPietro, former mayor of East Aurora and now a New York State Assemblyman. Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns will be there, and also uh, Bill Timkey, who is Timkey Enterprises' CEO. And how did he get involved, Kevin? Oh, absolutely. And before I do, I just want to say the Ground Zero, as a matter of fact, when um, the started dividing the regions uh, uh, in upstate here into numbers. And we had zero. I had some problems. And I say, why are we zero? I mean, we're so, you know, dumb out here or something. And then I say, you know what? Let's make this ground zero. And I, so that's fine. <laughs> so that's, there the zero comes in. But yes, um, Bill Timkey um, of Timkey Car Service in Lockport. I've known for almost uh, 15 years, just as long as I moved up here to Western New York. And Bill, a former UPS driver, and he started a car service, not quite a taxi service, but yes, a car service in Lockport um, almost 20 plus years ago when there wasn't anything like that existing in in the Lockport area and a legal issue um, popped up um, that I need, need to go into further. But... And the former mayor of, of Lockport approached Bill to do this. And since then, Bill has been at uh, Tim Kika Service, been providing transportation services throughout um, this region and beyond. And as a matter of fact, Bill is a registered Democrat all his life. And he can tell you the horror stories he has faced journeying all the way to Albany to try to not only do things for himself, but to even better stuff within the industry. He also ran a limousine service. And when you listen to some of the goons, I, that's the right term I'm going to use, within the Como administration, you know, and officials there in, in Albany, uh, Bill will tell you in one situation he was told when he had some issues related to insurance um, that he wanted the legislator to, to address. They said to him, listen, man, face it, you're paying for New York City. So, but I don't want to give out too much now, but when you come on Tuesday at the Weber VFW in Lackawanna, you will hear Bill's presentation and he will give you the 411, as the youth say, in relation to that. Now, I know this has been getting more and more traction. I mean, it's getting media spotlight, I mm-hmm. think, on all the local outlets. Do you think the green law, bi- the green light bill had a lot to do with this ramping up, with more people being interested, including elected officials now being interested in this move to divide the state? That is just one of the many factors that has contributed to us. As a matter of fact, I spoke to someone recently, and they, they, what sparked their interest is that when they saw not hundreds, but thousands of people in New York City standing up and cheering uh, AOC and Bernie Sanders, and our kids are coming out of the colleges and saying socialism is... The answer. So I blame this on the duopoly that controls our electoral process and the two-party major parties, right? When our children think that socialism and communism is the answer. But I have to say, I do agree, because you have New York City and Buffalo in the same state, and it is two completely different mindsets. Mm -hmm. I mean, New York City is an East Coast city. Buffalo is more Midwest. We have more in common with Cleveland, more Mm -hmm. in common with Cincinnati than we do with New York City. I'd argue than we do even with Albany. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. And, it, mm-hmm, and you know what's very interesting to me, too, is uh, Republican Senator Joe Griffo, who is the acting minority leader in the state, uh, represents a broad swath of upstate New York, includes part of the North Country. Even he has called for a radical restructuring of state politics to shift Albany power away from New York City upstate. Are you getting that kind of uh, feedback, Dean and Kevin, from folks throughout the state, leaders throughout the state? Well, Kevin could uh, uh, talk about that better than me. One thing I wanted to point out, going back a little bit, I read an article two days ago where the radicals in New York City think that Cuomo is too conservative, and they were actually calling him a Republican. Now, we all know better than that. They also have propositions where they want to abolish private property laws and with all these apartment buildings and have communal ownership. Now, when I was growing up, communal ownership meant communism. Okay, so, um, you know, calling them social democrats, no, they're actually socialists and they're communists. How much of this, Kevin, is driven by the AOCs of the world and that kind of uh, knee-jerk response to her and others uh, of her ilk versus this long-standing issue where we always felt like Buffalo, many people have felt that Buffalo and other parts of the state should be separated from New York City? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, let history be our lesson. Adolf Hitler was a socialist. And I always, when I, when I have to compare socialism with communism, I always say that communism is socialism on steroids. So um, it, 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 it is, uh, I mean, just think of it that uh, Carl Palladino himself stated right here in these studios just a couple of weeks ago, and he called them out by name, a number of GOP state um, elected officials that what Dean just spoke about there, that law that they want to pass um, in relation to protection, as they call it, of, 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 of renters and tenants, is, you know, back by, for New York State. Um, it, it's something that is almost like what happens with our um, justice system, where it seems that the criminals or People who are just bad tenants are being empowered more than the victims and all the landowners. Now, uh, Republican State Assemblyman Dave DiPietro, who will be one of the speakers this Tuesday, is sponsoring one of the proposed amendments. And he said there's a lot that Western New York could do if it has operated independently from New York City. In fact, he mentions taking control of the Niagara Power Authority right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting that that would be the first thing he talks about. Is that something that he'll address Tuesday night as well? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, that natural resource that we have there, okay, uh, uh, right, Niagara Power Authority, we don't own that. And let's get into the the, the, the meat and bones of how this was all structured, you know, but definitely something that we will address. Yeah, you know, I look at this, three regions, and you said, now that could change geography because mm-hmm. personally, I would, I would say, take Albany down for your New York City and the Long Island one, I, I get that because Long Island's a lot different than Manhattan. Um, but do you think this could set a precedent for other states? If oh, you, yeah. As if a matter you, of fact, go ahead. Sorry. If you look at Virginia... Uh, Northern Virginia has done exactly to the rest of the state of Virginia as New York City has done to this state. I mean, Virginia now is a reliably blue state because of Northern Virginia, a state that used to be a red state. Uh, Do you think if this, even if it doesn't go all the way, but it's getting the traction that we see and it's probably going to get more. I see you guys are very involved. 
do you think other states like Virginia, like I would say California, uh, another just ridiculously liberal state, do you see that starting to get more traction? California, yes. As a matter <laughs> of fact, um, we, our chair has been in communication with um, a movement known as the Jefferson Movement and others, right, where they are facing the same situation just like we are over here, right? California, even as recent as the 80s, never looked like the California that you have now. And watch out, New York. See those 10 cities and all that? It's coming, right? So we got to do something about that. But yes, um, there are similar movements taking place. And uh, we're hoping that we can be the trailblazers, you know. But even if we aren't, at least we, we're on board on something good that others are doing. Go ahead, Dean. Yeah, um, California, from what I understand, they also have a movement to split in that state into three states or three regions. Now, let me clarify. The only way that we could become a separate state is if the U.S. Congress approves that. Mm-hmm. So, And there's no way that they're going to give New York and California another four more no senators. Way. Okay, the congressmen would stay exactly the same, the congressional districts. So by having autonomous regions... From what I understand, that would get rid of about 75% of the New York state laws, including the SAFE Act and including the ban on fracking. And this is the big one. You lift the ban on fracking, and we'll end up with some big problems in the state. Number one, there'll be more uh, jobs than there are workers. Number two, there'll be more workers than there is housing. And number three, we'll have more money than we'll know what to do with. Now, those are the kind of problems that I'd like to have. Wouldn't that be a a fresh (laughs) breath of air, huh? I just have to say, you mentioned fracking. Isn't it funny how fracking is pretty much the reason the Sabres and Bills are still in Buffalo? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mark Mark Polonkar says he saved the Bills. No, fracking saved the Bills, but yet they're so against fracking. Could I I also add, too, that... um, the governor, regardless whether it's Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whomever, will still remain the same. However, as far as our regions are concerned, he or she will be like the Queen of England, giving a nice daintly wave. You'll just be a figurehead to some extent. You know, we're getting some response on our text board about this, too. And uh, somebody feels very strongly, obviously, about New York State. Uh, they said two more years and I'm out of this sewer called New York State. Do you hear a lot of that from folks that you talk to? I mean, both of you are very politically active. Is there a level of disgust that you've never seen before? Oh, absolutely. And we were talking before we went on the air. Um, you know, I was born in New York City and we moved away when I was four. And my family lives in Maryland. You can tell there's a little bit of an accent. I'll let you know who it, where it's from. <laughs> um, but I'll call my dad, and I'll, I'll start complaining about New York State. And he said, look, I saw that coming 60 years ago, and that's why we moved away from that godforsaken place. So, you know, he, start, he saw it coming years ago. You know, there's so many people that feel this way, I think, Kevin and Dean, but they don't know what to do next. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to those folks who are very, very frustrated, tired of high taxes? You know, you can't blame it on the weather like uh, Andrew Cuomo so famously said. That's what gets me. There are so many other states that have cold weather for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. Minnesota comes to mind, certainly the Dakotas, any states in the Northeast. Yeah, people are so fed up with what's happening in New York State. How do you get things to really have significant change, though? Definitely. We gotta, um, don't continue the apathy that, that is existing. Look, um, Tuesday meet, Tuesday's event, meeting, whatever you want to call it, is not just a feel-good moment. We come and we clap and we feel good and leave. Uh-uh. Then I, we have failed. We want you to become active in whatever capacity 
there's, there's, there's something that everyone can do. And by the way, um, some individuals have mentioned that New York City has all the money, so this, this wouldn't work. And I've got that before. As a matter of fact, um, someone also mentioned that um, from information from the controller that upstate or western New York only contribute 18% in r- tax revenue. Um, that could be debatable, especially from the sources. and But more so too, I'm reading a book right now by um, UB professor here, The Rise and Fall of Buffalo. At one time, out here in this region, we were the economic engines, right? As far as the lifeblood of this entire state, okay? And regardless of Buffalo Billion or whatever it is, you know, some folks may want to say to us, guess what? Then why are folks still leaving in droves? And and when you see this happening too, Dean, uh, being so involved on Grand Island, what kind of response do you get from folks on the island? Well, you know, they're they're upset because all their kids, they graduate from college, even if it's UB or, or Buff State, and they go someplace else to find jobs. Look what's happened to the population of Erie County. I think when I moved here in 88... We had about 1.3 million. Now we're at, uh, what, 950-some thousand, I think. Uh, Let's see what happens next year with the census. But wouldn't you say there's been an initiative to bring people back to Buffalo, and there's been a renaissance in this area that perhaps we could have never anticipated? There have been great strides made, I think, locally as well. No denying. I I wouldn't deny that, right? But we are looking, you know, at the bigger picture here, uh, beyond, you know, our boundaries. We are speaking about, you know, our section of the state, upstate in, in a whole. And to that point, Kevin and Dean, uh, in your flyer here talking about the caucus this Tuesday at 7 p.m., uh, you include Erie, Genesee, Niagara, and Wyoming counties. Mm-hmm. And that indicates to me that you must have support from community leaders uh, and representatives from those counties as well. What has that support been like? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, um, I guess I need to get a hobby or something because when I took on the responsibility, when I took on, you know, the, the, the opportunity to be the leader for Niagara County, and they mentioned Erie, Genesee, and Wyoming counties, they're the regional leader. I stepped up to the plate, and the, the support has been tremendous. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's like you said, it's the state getting more and more to the left. Ten years ago, I would say, hey, let's just try to win the governorship. Let's try to get back a Pataki-type governor. Mm-hmm. But you just see this now. There's no way even a Pataki, as liberal a conservative as he was, could win the governorship. I mean, Republicans have less and less of a voice. And as the texter on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board said, people are leaving. People with a conservative mindset are getting out of the state as soon as they can. So why not at least explore the idea of maybe making our voices just a little bit louder? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just as I said, um, just electing the officials, that's just one fraction of what needs to be done. Your due diligence has to go be beyond that. What do, what drives you gentlemen to do this? I have to ask you, Dean do you Wolfers. have Dean, do you have uh, children that you want to see stay in this area? Kevin, I mean, you're from another country. you're going to reveal where your accent is from in just a moment. But I'm curious about how this sort of motley group of people, have gotten together and decided to really work hard on this Divide New York State Caucus initiative. Well, you're talking about the Motley crew? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, No, for those that know me, I have no kids, okay? I'm not married. Um, I'm doing this as a service to my country, a service to the people. Um, 
Kevin said a while back, and I agree 100%, our educational uh, system has failed the younger generation. I learned history, I learned economics, and I learned what made this country great. They're no longer teaching that. And um, I'm just doing this to try to get the country back. Kevin, what's your, what drives you? The region Three, where we've I got came, about 30 seconds. Oh, the region where I came from, let's put it this way, um, socialist dictators are fetid like the best thing since sliced bread. And I also lived through one terrifying week under Islamo-fascism. And when I see people who can tell you faster what Kim Kardashian wore last week, and they can't even tell you, you know, who the lieutenant governor of their own state is, it's frightening to individuals like myself, naturalized Americans like myself. You certainly bring a different perspective. By the way, my guess was Curacao, but that was wrong, right? Where are you from originally? Trinidad. Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, uh, Tobago. A few people guessed that correctly. Gentlemen, what a pleasure to have you in studio. Uh, we wish you well on your initiative, and please keep us posted. Mm-hmm. Dean, thank you so much for coming in. Dean Maracas and also Kevin Along, Kevin from Pendleton. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Yeah, thanks, guys. When we come back, we will replay the president's comments. We will also play the comments of some other folks in Washington who have been replying, who have been giving their opinion on what happened last night. We'll also hear from you, hopefully, 803-0930. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 